There are three simple rules in life. If you do not go after what you want, you'll never have it. If you do not ask, the answer will always be no. If you do not step forward, you will always be in the same place. Welcome to Life Expressions. I'm Chari Hineta Elon. Today, we will talk about life's journeys, getting out of your comfort zone and making a living in a whole new world. And my guest who's very much willing to share her experience with us in Taiwan is a graduate of University of St. LaSalle. She has a degree in AB Communications and she graduated with cum laude honors. She was Lin Aisang Isabella in 2015. She garnered a lot of special awards in Lin Aisang Negros 2015, which includes News of the Media and Lin Aisang Organic South. She studied law for a sem for a semester and worked for West for Visayan Daily Star for almost a year right after graduation. But she moved to Taiwan when she was just 21. She studied Chinese for one year and a half in Fujian Catholic University. She studied MBA or Master's in Business Administration and worked part-time as an English teacher for cram schools or tutorial for students after school. She topped her class and received honors award at Providence University in Taiwan. She got a job offer before she even graduated from MBA. And now she's working for a tech company focusing in operations. Please welcome my guest, my former student at University of St. LaSalle, Carla Diego Panganiban. Hi, Carla. Hi, Miss Cherry. How are you? I'm great. I'm glad to see you. How are you? I'm fine. I'm really great right now. And I'm really happy to be here in your show, Miss. <laughs> And thank you for accepting my invitation. Finally, we're able to talk yes. about our schedules match. And yes. how, when did you decide to go to Taiwan, Carla? Okay, yeah. So after I graduated from University of St. LaSalle, and then, yeah, I, I wanted to do something. I wanted to explore more because um, all my life I've been dedicated to academics miss like um since military in high school I always taught the class and then I really focused myself no pressure from parents it's just me it's I'm, I'm really competitive competitive and I just wanted to achieve a lot in my academics so after I finished my um, college degree I wanted to do something so for example I joined the Nice Negro so that's a really different thing uh really different from my personality which is really focused on my studies and after that, I actually took law. Um, it was like a, a dream job for my family because uh, my great grandparent, he was a lawyer. And then they also wanted me to uh, go pursue that um, kind of um, career. But later on, I... Uh, in the beginning, I was able to balance it. Like I, I have my dream job as a writer, as a journalist, and then I'm doing the, I'm studying the dream job of my family. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing both things. But then later, I realized that um, the world is so huge, and I'm so young, and I wanted to um, go, get out of my comfort zone, and I wanted to explore more, like maybe go to a different place and um, have a new beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went, I went to Taiwan. I went here in Taiwan, and then I, I started everything from scratch. Like I had my new Chinese name. I have my What's your new Chinese name. <laughs> uh, Pan Kai Ti. Pan Kai Ti. Pan yeah, it's actually from my my name, Filipino name. Pan is Panganiban, and oh. then Kai is Carla, and T is Diego. So yeah, yeah. Did you choose your Chinese name? Uh, it's my Mandarin teacher who gave oh. me the Chinese name. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really a yes, yes. So it's a different thing, like new Chinese name, and then I have to study a new language. 
And then I have to talk and communicate with the people here using Mandarin. And yeah, and also I traveled a lot. This is the thing that I didn't really do when I was in the Philippines because I have to focus on my studies. <laughs> yeah, so and then yeah, but in Taiwan, I wanted to break free. <laughs> like I wanted to do something like I haven't done before. Yeah, so I went to many places and then I, yeah, like something new and then met different people from different walks of life. And because I studied in foreign university and it's actually uh, with different uh, students from different parts of the world. So I really learned a lot from that experience. But yeah. why Taiwan in the first place? Uh, oh yeah, why Taiwan? Because uh, before that, uh, Sir Allen, uh, Sir Alan Del Carmen, my yeah. uh, service learning uh, professor, he uh, we went there for our for a presentation of our service learning research. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then I I love the place in foreign university. And then before it was oh I saw the many foreigners who actually studied there. And back way back in the University of Saint Lazare, I really wanted to um, be an exchange student, like go to Korea or go to Belgium, like um those offers in the university, but I didn't pursue them because I wanted to like focus on my academics. Like I wanted to graduate on time. I wanted to be a cum laude, those exactly. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am yeah. a witness on how you were excellent as a student. And so congratulations because Thank you're you. also still excelling in the career and in the path that you chose for yourself in Taiwan. What is the culture that you have learned there in Taiwan? What you know your experience tell us about mm -hmm. yes actually it's really great here in Taiwan uh, one thing that also motivated me to uh, come here because uh, when I did the presentation for service learning I realized it's very peaceful in here people are super friendly like they're very friendly and even though you don't uh, speak their language they are willing to help you so that's one thing that I that made me decide like if I wanted to um um, go to another place. I need to be in a place where I feel safe and I feel uh, peaceful and people will, uh, people are like, okay. And they're really amazing. So that's why I, 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 I chose Taiwan. Yeah. And in here, I, I got so many Taiwanese friends and they're very respectful. And I like the kind of life here because for example, after work, I'll just um, go home and just chill <laughs> those things that I maybe I couldn't do in the Philippines <laughs> yes. yes and yeah and something you're all, alone there. You're all yes. alone there. you don't have a relative yes. there no <laughs> okay yes how did you adjust Carla oh actually in the beginning it was uh difficult miss because uh first of foremost, the language, uh, it's really hard to learn Chinese Mandarin. I even cried <laughs> during uh, some nights, like for example, the writing, the yeah. writing is the most difficult part, but uh, I, yeah, I was able to overcome it like uh, after, after I would go to the library and then be, and then study for the whole, uh, for the rest of the time until the library will close <laughs> yeah. just for me to memorize all characters. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and then I think because in the Philippines, I stayed a lot with my friends, with my best friends, we hang out a lot. But mm -hmm. here in Taiwan, people do it independently. <laughs> yeah, like um, 
like even uh, eating alone, uh, this thing, I couldn't do it in Philippines. In the Philippines, I have to like um, eat with my friends and with my family or I go shopping. But here in Taiwan, uh, you have to take the MRT alone. You have to uh, go to the restaurant alone, shopping alone. Groceries, uh, that's the exciting part. I love to do groceries alone. <laughs> yes, so kind of big adjustments, really How big adjustments. How long did you study Chinese until you have mastered it and you can speak fluently? Uh, I studied a year and a half, and then I just practice it in, in my daily life. Yeah, mm -hmm. So I use Chinese uh, most of the time. Yeah, because for my with my colleagues and my um, friends, and whenever I buy something. <laughs> and people there in Taiwan, are they fluent in English, or they mostly speak Chinese? Mostly speak Chinese, miss, but they are trying to, uh, for the younger generations, they can, they can actually. Uh, they're trying to uh, have this uh, bilingual um, curriculum in their uh, education. And also that's why, that's one thing that I have, I had with my part-time job, like I teach uh, in cram schools. So uh, before, before I taught in cram schools when I was taking up my MBA. So that's yeah. my part-time job. So I taught kids from three to, no, not just kids, three to uh, 18 years old. Yeah, different ages. Yeah, in that cram school. You taught English, of course. Yes, English. And then, so you sent yourself to school. You sent yourself to study MBA. You, you financed yourself. How did you finance? Yes. Through the part-time job? Yes, through part-time job. And they had this scholarship, Miss. They uh, they gave us a scholarship, but for the living expenses and uh, miscellaneous fees and everything, it has to be uh, me. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I, I did everything like a part-time job in cram school. I also taught uh, my friends, uh, kids, <laughs> like yeah. maybe a tod like toddlers, I taught them. And then also uh, different activities that uh, require English language or sharing of Filipino culture. They also paid us. So all, all the rackets, I did them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. You are a positive person. I have witnessed how easy you overcome a challenge, but... In that part of your life in Taiwan, was there a point that you find something really difficult? And what was that? Okay, I think, uh, okay, this is my first time to tell everyone. It's actually, a big, my, but my family and friends know, my close friends know. I suffered from um, like mental illness. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I, being alone, it was hard to uh, battle this kind of a thing. Like uh, I, I had some anxiety attacks. I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder. So um, being alone actually is uh, really a challenge, Miss. Yeah. Even though I really wanted to be alone, and I, I love it. I love being alone, but it's yeah. in the mind. This is nothing yeah. I cannot control. So, yeah. but uh, but I, I seek for a person, uh, professional advice for for this kind of situation. This is, I think, the most challenging for me, Miss. Yeah. Yes, have yes. you already overcome that or you're still in that stage where you still have anxiety attack anxiety still still attack. still miss still still and then <laughs> yeah but professional help yes 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 and i'm trying to um be positive every single day yes, yes. does that affect the way you live does that affect the way you do your work uh, no, no, I'm really professional at work, Miss. Like I, I go to work on time. I finish my tasks on time. I am still, um, I am still in this stage that I am trying. Uh, I can control everything. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, of course, like when you're out and you're alone again, that then yeah. sometimes it 
really happens. And this is something that I cannot control, yeah. but um, with a, a professional support and also with my faith and the support of my family and friends, I am very positive that I, I could overcome. Like, yes. how do you feel when it, when it attacks like uh -huh. when, when you know that okay i'm suffering you understand and the, and then you yeah. realize say hey, i'm on this stage now how do you mm -hmm. feel it's really bad miss like uh it's kind of nervous mm -hmm. but uh it's not a kind of nervous when you perform on stage or you take the exam it's not it's different you know, yeah. because people always tell you like oh just keep calm and then don't be nervous but no it's a different kind of um anxiety that yeah. I, I could really cannot explain yeah and but i feel safe uh whenever uh but after that i'll just um breathe in and breathe out yeah. Yeah. and then stop for a moment maybe i would call my friends and yeah. i would yeah and talk to them for yeah. for like while i'm walking <laughs> Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or listen to some music. Yeah. This is the kind of um, feeling that I, yeah. Before I also gave advice to friends like, oh, just keep calm and then don't be nervous. Yeah. And, but, but it's a different yeah, thing. It's different. Yeah. It's really yes. different. Yes. yes it's different. good that you are overcoming it and you are on a stage that you realize that you have it and you seek professional help. I am very proud of you for Thank doing that. You. Kind of, Thank you. Thank you, Miss. And so, yeah. how are you with your career? Oh yeah, it, it's it's really good, Miss. Like, um, uh, I really thank my boss for giving me the trust and giving me the yeah. The tr I think that the trust of the boss is a really um essential thing for you to motivate you to work. So yeah. my boss gave me the trust to do um very um hard, uh, tasks like managing managing our overseas uh, projects and then, uh, being a manager to like helping him manage our bus his business. So. Uh, I think it really helped me. I learned a lot from him, and I, I, it's it's a joy. It's a kind of joy that I am able to serve the company by managing it and by helping other people as well. Yes. Now yeah. that is a tech company you're working in, and you are yes. assisting him in the operations, right? Yes. So, yes. And you have mentioned that yes, you are happy that he trusts you. Why do you think you got his trust? Um, I think it uh, it took a lot of hard work also, Miss, and uh, I just uh, I just listen and learn, and then I apply what I have learned. And I think uh, I think also the the trainings that my professors in the university and when I was in high school, all the teachers, I really um, thank them. I really I am really grateful for all my professors and also to Sir Allen, for example. He really trained me hard, and that's one thing that uh, made me strong and. Um, brought me here because um, having a tough um, environment full of pressure. Mm -hmm. So I think my background in journalism, when I was an intern in the Science Daily Star, they all really helped me and cultivated me to um, have this kind of work attitude right now. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yes, is very good. And what are the most rewarding experiences that you've had there in Taiwan so far? Uh, I think, Miss, uh, for for example, last year we had our Chinese New Year, and then my boss acknowledged of like my my job and my work ethic mm -hmm. uh, as part of a big success of the company. So I I, I think was a really rewarding thing for me, and that's something that I couldn't forget. Like to be appreciated by someone by the owner of the company. So yeah. yes, Miss, and being able to help a lot of people. Like whenever they ask for advice, I I am quick to <laughs> think uh, being a critical thinker uh, for helping others and for managing 
yeah, that's really a rewarding thing for me. Yes. It has been six years since you first stepped foot in Taiwan. Now yeah. you are enjoying your life there. You can speak Chinese fluently. Yes. What are the things that you're doing when you're not working? Oh, yeah. So like, um, uh, like going shopping or going to different places because here in Taiwan, they have so many um, Instagrammable spots. So, yeah. And then... <laughs> And also uh, traveling is they have many uh, uh they have many many uh, sites in here that uh, you could visit. And whenever I'm free, I also wanted to be alone sometimes in my in my apartment. So uh, reading books, watching movies, and yeah, calling my friends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Now that you're on a stage where you are happy with your career, where do you think you're going in the next five or ten years? Mm -hmm. I think Miss. Um, <laughs> like right now I want to still focus on my career and maybe uh learn more because I think I'm still in the stage that I have to improve more I have to learn more yeah and next five years I think um, it's, it's actually my goal to be um like um in the managerial position so yeah. maybe uh yeah so maybe like a boss or managing my 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 people yeah that's the kind of thing that I wanted to achieve five to ten years I I couldn't uh I couldn't really predict it like right now I'm actually happy to in my state and yeah. maybe becoming more stable financially independent those stuff and being able to help with to help other people as well yes apart yeah. yeah I have noticed in your post that apart from your full-time job you're doing something else like yes, you miss. are into a part-time job tell me about this oh for that miss uh just um some some uh investments okay. <laughs> I did some investments and also uh, oh we have a coffee shop I, I I my sister and I we decided to open a coffee shop and a pastry shop in our in Isabella and we are planning to expand it in Bacolod and other other areas in Negros Occidental. Wow, that's so those great. things, yes. yes. <laughs> What's the name of the coffee shop? Uh, Kaiti, Kaiti, Kaiti Cafe. So it's a Chinese name, actually. My Chinese name, Kaiti, and then Cafe is the Chinese name for coffee. Mm -hmm. So Kaiti Cafe. Yes, that's great. <laughs> yes, Miss. Carla, you are one who always excels, and you have like a strong sense of focus in anything that you would like to do that is why you have learned Chinese and now you're very fluent if you can translate a very important phrase like being positive in life and using that in a Chinese language how would that how would you say that okay let me let me think about that yeah. <laughs> because I think uh, you whenever I wanted to say in Chinese I, I have to think in Chinese too <laughs> Okay, uh, maybe um, 如果你有想要得到的目标,你应该要努力转你的梦想. Uh, so it's like, um, if you wanted to uh, reach something in life, reach your goal, you have to work hard to get that dream. <laughs> yeah, that, this is the translation. Miss. That's wonderful. <laughs> what are your realizations there in Taiwan? Um, realizations, uh, maybe three things, Miss. Um, number one, uh, you have to be brave. Yeah, because uh, yeah, like what I said, I have to study Chinese and then I, I had this anxiety and then 
And so you just have to be brave and you have to conquer these things. You have to remember that the, um, all the difficulties in life, they are temporary and they are nothing compared to what you will be able to achieve if you work harder and if you're brave enough to face them. And second, uh, number two, the support of family and friends and your loved ones. They are very essential for you to um, succeed. And once you succeed, you should look back to where you started. You have to be very grateful to the people who have lifted you up and to those who really stayed within your journey. And number three, uh, maybe <laughs> share it with others. Like um, whatever you have achieved in life, you have to um, get, get back to your goal. Like what is your goal about? So for me, my goal is to achieve, um, improve myself so I can improve others, so I can help others. That's the thing that I've learned in service learning back in the university days. Like I have to serve so I can learn and I have to learn to serve others. Yeah. So that's, for example, miss in uh, using Chinese. I studied Chinese, not just because for myself, but I wanted to help many people. So for example, my clients, I talked to them in Chinese and then I translated to um, some of the colleagues. And yeah, that's a really good thing that I've learned, miss. Yeah, that is awesome, especially when you share, when the more you give, the more you receive. You cannot yeah. outgive God, right? Yes, yes. Who inspires you, Carla? Uh, a lot of people, actually. Miss. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, my family, my friends, and my boyfriend, and then uh, the um, actually... Uh, like a lot of a lot of them and people that wanted to help in the future if I get more successful I really wanted to reach out to help more people yeah things that I've learned um, back again in the university like yeah. uh, I have met many people from different walks of life and the thing that inspired me is um, I wanted to give back to them I wanted to go back and serve and maybe help them in a way yeah so those are the things that inspire me what is your ultimate dream ultimate dream just Actually, miss the kind the the definition of dream. It uh it changes um as you a as you get older. Before, when I was a student, I wanted to be like really successful or be in the top. <laughs> but right now that I am in the stage that I already reached my um my goal, I just wanted to be happy, <laughs> like uh definitely happy and free from my um anxiety I just wanted to live uh, a life that uh, is full of contentment and positivity uh, maybe always having a family that who are, who are healthy happy and safe my friends um, they they're also like able to reach their dreams yeah. it's the kind of dream that I wanted to have yes. <laughs> yes. I am pretty sure there's a lot of young people who would also like to explore the world, get out of their comfort zones and learn the best in life and be the best that they can be. What would you like to advise them? Yes, this is the, the advice that I also give to my, to my friends who wanted to um, get out of their comfort zone. And I just wanted to tell them that never give up. Uh, I actually asked someone, uh, there's a speaker I because I love to join seminars. Yes. <laughs> so I asked one speaker before, like um, I was already here in Taiwan. And then I asked her like, what's next? Because at that time I was uh, an MBA um, student. And then I told her like, I have full, I am full of doubts uh, in the outside world of Taiwan uh, when, I've, when I finished my MBA. And she said, you already went out of your comfort zone. Don't ever give up because you're already there. And yeah. then one thing that made you, um, it's your edge because, uh, you went out of the comfort zone. 
So just keep on going, just keep on going. Yeah, so that's um, the thing that I wanted to tell everyone, to those who aspire to also explore. Uh, once you get out, just keep on going and don't ever give up. And try to look back on the thing. Whenever there are times that you wanted to give up, try to look back on all the difficulties that you've encountered and you will be inspired on how uh, hard it was to get you in here. So just keep on going. You will really reach that goal. I can I can vouch on that. <laughs> that is yes. very good. Never, ever give up. And whenever yes. you feel like giving up, go back to where you wanted to be, right? Yes, and stay yes, focused your on your point. goal. That is yes. very, very good. Yes. No and don't forget, uh, Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, miss the kind of faith. Uh, um, always include God in your, for me, for me, uh, I always include God in my journey. And he's the one who really guides me to which direction uh, he wanted me to take. Yeah. And he will, he will warn me. He will give me some, I know God will give me um, the direction. And if there are times that he wanted to, he wanted to tell me that uh, this is not the way for you. I know God will give me the signs. So That is great. Me. That reminds me of a verse from proverbs that says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding acknowledge yes. him in all your ways and he shall direct your path and he is mm -hmm. directing your path carla yes I yes, yes. Of you. keep it thank up you. and keep on going thank you thank you miss <laughs> thank you so much and thank you so much for sharing your story with us here in life expressions and thank i you, wish miss. you all the best continue to soar higher and enjoy there in taiwan Thank you. Thank you so much, <laughs> Miss. Have a good one. And thank you so much for watching. I am Chari Hinari Elon, and my guest is Carla Diego Panganiban. Till next time, don't forget you can download this episode. You can also listen to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast apps. So, again, thank you. I'm Chari Hinari Elon. God bless everyone. <laughs>